Hey, hey, welcome back to Bonus Girl. John is AG. The RSS feed is back. Uh, so we kind of didn't do our New Year's episode, but I, I do have a game tally from last year, which I, I should definitely brag about. Although I'm kind of a failure because I didn't, I didn't uh, hit 50 games. So well, sad. you're a failure. Exactly, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Uh, but uh, people were were clamoring for new episodes of it. Our friend BBQ Crew. Uh, if you guys remember him, he yeah 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 he's pretty happy. That, uh, he actually made a comment on the latest episode of the Listener Questions episode two of Listener Questions. Oh, who did? PBQ uh, Crew. All oh, right, of course. And what he wrote was, oh, what PBQ Crew right right. He said uh, his favorite quote by me in that episode was the term "gateway leak," but I don't remember saying that. So BBQ Crew, if you are listening. Could you please um, let me know when I said Gateway Crew and what I was talking about? I do know that BBQ Crew does listen because basically BBQ Crew listens to every episode. So they'll definitely have to get back to you with that. Oh, I remember this because I I edited it. So I I listened to this not so long ago. (laughs) So we were talking about putting people in jail for leaking games and stuff like that. Oh, right. We talked about like drugs and stuff. Oh, it was a gateway leak, like a gateway drug. Right, right, right. (laughs) BBQ crew, thank you for bringing this moment back to us. Yeah, he's great. I love that guy. And speaking Uh, of listeners like BBQ crew, uh, I do want to give a special shout out to Sundary J, who is probably right now just finishing up his recovery from his lazy guys. Oh, (laughs) shout out for your vision, uh, Sundary J. That's glad right. you could see. I'm glad you could see our podcast. Yep. Yeah, it's good. But in hindsight, him waiting until 2020 for his oh uh, LASIK surgery God. was probably very fitting. Yeah, because now he has 2020 vision. So, oh, I saw cats in the theater. Oh, really? Yep. I. Uh, Is it true that cats always land on their feet, except at the box office? Yes. Uh, okay. I love the movie. I got really, high, really high before I went. That's quite the jellical yeah. statement to make. Thank you. Well, I'm a jellical cat. <laughs> and uh, keep in mind, I've never seen, I, I don't, I've never actually seen a musical. Not that this was a musical. This definitely doesn't count. Um, but I've never seen a musical, so I didn't really know anything about cats going in. Except only, only thing I knew was that this looked like a horror show. So naturally, I wanted to, it looked hilarious. I wanted to see it. I wanted to use the uh, legally purchasable uh, recreation uh, marijuana. And so I thought, you know what? I will get high and I'll go see this and I'll have a good time. I was correct. Um, however, it was terrifying. So there's some surprises. So I went with uh, my my friend, friend of the show, Jordan, my partner, Megan, and another friend of ours. And uh, then we thought we'd be the only ones in the theater because it was already like a week or two after it came out and that, the movie was bombing. But there was a bunch of people. Some people came in wearing cat ears. And I kid you not, some people at the end of the movie clapped. And this whole movie is, well, first of all, I, I should say I like some of the music. I actually wound up enjoying that part. But, but looking at these, these, these things was terrifying. 
And there was one guy, I don't know who the actor is, but he was, he looked like such a creep the entire movie. Like he just had this creep face on his at all times. And he was singing. Uh, it was a close up of one of the other characters, but he's right beside her. And he was just staring at her. And at this point in time, I'm trying to be good. I'm like, I don't want to be obnoxious or anything. I, I just want to have a good time. And I'm trying my best not to burst out laughing. And I'm just like holding it in. I'm crunching my eyes up. I, all I could see is black. And I'm like, I'm like trying to think of things that would that wouldn't make me laugh. For some reason, I started thinking about Harry Potter. That wasn't working. And I'm just like shaking. And I, I couldn't look at the movie because I knew if I looked back, he his face would still be there. So after like two minutes, I looked back again and his face was still there. And I'm trying harder not to laugh. And Megan's looking at me, which just makes me want to laugh more. And eventually I just started like breaking. I was just like, like, little, like I was like, like breathing in heavy because I'm trying so hard not to just like break apart and laughing. I did start laughing a bit more, but uh, I felt bad because people were looking back and I'm just like, this is funny, but I don't want to ruin it for other people. And uh, then when I got home, I couldn't look at my cats for an hour. It was like, it was too creepy. Uh, they, I kept imagining human faces on them and I, I didn't like that. Uh, but yeah, 10 out of 10, I would see it again. 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. It was hilarious. I want to, I, I feel like it could be like how I feel about the room. Like the room is one of my favorite movies. Tommy was those, the room. Uh, I watched that. I've watched that definitely the double digits, if not more. Uh, I wouldn't mind doing a double feature of the room and cats. Yeah, so uh, how was your guys' break? What did you guys do? Uh, anything game or entertaining? Anything what anything entertaining go on in your lives? Oh man, it was crazy. I'll give it to you. I'll give you that the top uh four highlights of my my winter break. Uh, okay. number one number one being uh beating Resident Evil two remake Claire's story. Congrats. In a single day sitting with Mark, my mom, and my daughter. Oh uh, nice. We all sat around and, and and Shadow, obviously. Yeah. We all sat around and uh, we beat Claire's story in one sitting. It took us seven hours and forty nine minutes. That's cute. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We really enjoyed it. Uh, great game. We can't wait to do the same with Leon and then again with Resident Evil Three. We have sort of a thing where Mark and I will get together and just marathon a game in one day. Okay. We've done Dead, Dead Space, Dead Space Two, and Super Metroid hundred percent completion run. Mm, it's so good so uh yeah that was uh resident evil 2 remake we're gonna definitely do the leon story and uh and then we'll do resident evil 3 when that comes out we really and we, we like to do them with like the sort of survival horror scary games because they're a lot of fun to play together nice. um so that was the the top highlight of my winter break All yeah right. it was a good time number one number one that's good number one number two yeah. uh is definitely going to be world of warcraft i've been playing a ton of that um <laughs> so actually been up leader with, are you doing uh, your, your nightly raids I am a guild leader, but it's a guild that is just uh, me and my one friend, Karen, and my <laughs> uncle. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I hooked up with a group online. They're from the, a podcast called World of Warcast, and they oh, have cool. a Discord that I joined. But they do like sort of loosely organized things, and we get together, and we've been running Mythic Dungeons. And I have four max level characters now that are all capable of running Mythic Dungeons, which is pretty cool for me. And um, been on the some real yet? life friends and I have been pushing. Sorry? Have you been on the show yet? No, I don't expect that. Be oh, you got to get on there. Do they know that who you are? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they know. They don't like. They didn't. Yeah, they do. They do. They know that you um, are uh, a hit uh, podcast host of two different shows. They uh, know that I host a news show with my brother. Yeah. 
Oh my god, you didn't even plug bonus barrel to your new friends. Like, what the fuck? Hard, hard to, <laughs> I didn't want to because I didn't know how long the break was going to be. We yeah, were on yeah. a break, right? So, we, we were on a break. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so you're having, so you're having fun. Yeah, Sunday with Jay's coming along. We're running a lot of dungeons together, oh, nice. and my, my, my real life friends, Nick, and stuff, which cool. is funny because in the first episode, I think, of listener questions, yeah, you and Lef both said there's no way Sundary Jay would stop playing classic come play with me. And he was listening to that episode on the same day that he was playing with. <laughs> oh, pretty <that's> funny. <laughs> um, yeah, he, told me, he told me a couple of weeks ago that he burned out on on the old one and playing retail. And I shamed him, tried to shame him for that too. But <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> number care. three was uh, the new Star Wars: uh, Rise of Skywalker. Saw that, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I uh, and that's all. That's all I'm going to say about uh, Star Wars. Uh, if you also saw the movie, great. I have no interest at all in hearing any of your opinions on it. Uh, not even your fellow just, co-hosts. Uh, yeah, I'll listen to yours because you're okay. not. Yeah, I don't have person. Opinion. I haven't seen it. Yeah, but I. Yeah, if you're listening to this, please don't at me. I don't care. Well, whatever you have to say, you're whether you liked it or didn't added. like it, I don't care. Uh, I'll just block you. Well, uh, that would, hey. that'd be if we had a show with with a, with a sizable viewership. <laughs> I just, I'm so tired of having to talk about Star Wars with people and justify why you liked it or why you didn't like it and then nitpicking it and tearing it apart and finding little thing, you know, listing a hundred things you don't like. And then at the end saying, but I still liked it. I just, I don't want to talk about it. That sounds like about games and other shit. Yeah. Yeah. And the number four highlight of my break (laughs) was, uh, um, geez, I don't know. Oh, is that Dark Materials TV show I've been watching? Oh, uh, it's uh, there was a movie called The Golden Compass a few years back, which I think is based off the same book. No, well, that's the one with uh, with uh, yeah, I don't know anybody. Yeah, hey, polar Fox. bear, right? There's a polar bear. Yep, exactly. Yes, I remember the fuck. I think I saw that actually. Yeah, so there's a TV show right now, uh, and it's about people who have like they're called demons that are part of them, but they they take animal shapes. So it okay. kind of speaks to me where I'm attached to my dog. You think um, the shadow talks to you, or do you think the shadow is a demon? Why you gotta Why you gotta do that? <laughs> why? You mean are you saying you don't think that your cats talk to you? I'm sure that they don't, <laughs> unless you count their chirps and meow. <laughs> yeah, I count those. Those I count. don't understand what they're saying most of the time, though. Well, just because you don't understand yeah, them doesn't you do. mean that they I aren't trying to communicate with you. <laughs> I'm sure they're trying to communicate on some level, more like food or pet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's the other one, that, that TV oh, show. Cool. I don't nice. like a lot of TV shows, so it was really fun to find one I did because I cycled through a couple that got abandoned over the break. Have you ever watched Witcher? Oh, yeah. I don't trust those. Um, did you watch did you watch Riverdale? Riverdale. No, I, I, I saw started the first episode Riverdale. of that. That was the one with Archie, right? Where he's yeah, yeah, banging yeah. his teacher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. I'm, I'm almost on season three. The show's ridiculous. Uh, it's not wow. good. But it's, not, it's good to watch. I I like okay. My rule of thumb is it goes. I like really, really great things followed by really, really bad things that are hilarious, followed by okay things, and then I hate bland meth things. Riverdale falls in the this is so bad that I'm really enjoying this thing on a scale of Walking Dead to Gilmore Girls. How good is it? I've never seen Gilmore (laughs) Girls. If we replace Gilmore Girls with uh, with um. What was that? Uh, Gossip Girl. All the watch. That's the one. Yeah, it's 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 very close to Gossip Girl. Okay. Which is high praise because I love Gossip Girl. As okay. knows. Yeah. Uh, although I, I miss Gossip Girl. I haven't, they're going to be rebooting that apparently. I wonder, I hope the new one is just, just as good as the original. And by that I mean I hope it's just as bad as the original. 
Uh, Seiji, anything exciting happened to you in, in the little hiatus that we had? Yeah, I watched some movies. I enjoyed some of them. I guess my highlight was this movie called The Farewell, which it it's not a new movie, but there was a, a movie theater in town that was playing like the best of 2019 movies. And oh, cool. That's one of the movies that I wanted to watch because I get into awards and stuff. And the, the subject of the movie was interesting to me. It's called The Farewell. It's, I mean, you should look it up. It's pretty good. I did watch Star Wars. and Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. What did you think? Before we, we go into that, mm-hmm. I was thinking, because I, I also agree with Sean, that there's too much like false controversy and people just want to have reasons to, like, I don't know. I guess people is either too stressed or they have too much time. Not stressed enough. Upset about, I don't, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <right? laughs> yeah. Too stressed or not stressed enough. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so I formed a thought in my mind that it's it's going to sound really stupid, but because I, I put some words in a certain order, now it's a, like a, a well-formed idea instead of like an intuitive thing, which is that I think that you can have reasons to not like or like something, which is perfectly okay. But when, whenever you're trying to deliberate if something is correct or incorrect, and one interpretation of that could be that something is good or bad, like you, you can have reasons for that if the subject matter lends itself to be correct or incorrect right like math or mm. or programming or stuff that that has a clear objective like good bad or correct or incorrect outcome right but you can't say that something is correct or incorrect or good or bad just because you don't like it or because you like it you know what i mean like you cannot have a bunch of reasons say i i didn't like it therefore is bad right yeah yes Right, right. You can't go this, 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 and this happened. Therefore, this movie is bad. Yeah. Because it's all, it's an opinion. It's, these are things that I didn't enjoy. Therefore, I didn't like my experience. Mm -hmm. But the movie itself isn't inherently good or bad. So I have reasons to not like the movie, but I don't think it's either good or bad because I liked it or or not. So that's why I want to preface my my opinion with that. My opinion with, with, with... with a new trilogy, when I was watching it and then I I finished the experience of, of watching this movie, it went back to the trilogy as a whole, like the new trilogy, and in and then immediately it went to what happens with the other two trilogies, right? Because I for some reason, I don't know if the, if this happened to, to to you guys, but because this is supposed to be a trilogy, the same thing happened when I watched like Endgame and like all the other movies that like the Avenger movies, like up to a certain point, you know something about the whole story. And then when another piece comes together, it changes my opinion on the rest of what it's a part of. Yeah, you retroactively change your opinion on, on things, right? Yeah, like when, when I watched The Force Awakens, I had an opinion. Then when I watched The Last Jedi, my opinion of The Force Awakens changed. And when I watched Rise of Skywalker, my opinion of both movies changed. My opinion on the tri- whole trilogy changed, and my opinion on on the prequel trilogy changed. <laughs> <laughs> I made myself like the first one, but then as time, like I wasn't watching the second and the third, I was like, yeah, these 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 ones are no good. Um, but one thing they do have is is a sense of authorship, right? So whatever, if if, if they're good or bad, like the prequel trilogy is at least. Like, they're the work of someone, right? They're the vision of, of George Lucas. 
even if that vision is bad. Yeah. He wanted to go these places. He went those places. And at the very least, like, he kept that. And when I was watching um, the new trilogy, I was like, yeah, they didn't have a plan. It's so weird, right? Because this is the era after Harry Potter, after the Lord of the Rings, and especially after Marvel. And they, it seems to me like even though it's a bunch of different directors, they do have like a like a better plan of they where, where they want to go. But the new trilogy seems like J.J. Abrams like set up a bunch of plot points for the next director to develop. And Ryan Johnson, he kind of like taking it a different direction. And in, in a way, that's why I didn't like it, right? Because all the setup had no payoff because he kind of like ended and not developed some of the ideas that I wanted to be developed in the second one. Mm-hmm. But anyway, fine. That's what it is, right? It's, yeah. It was a little bit unpredictable. Part of what I didn't like was was that thing. Like, okay, so we can forget about what happened in the first one because now we're going in a different direction. Now comes J.J. Ambrose again in, in the third one and without spoilers or anything like that. Like, it seemed like, oh, I'm going to go back to where I left it on the first one and I'm going to go in this other direction even though, like, there was a direction set in, in the second one, which was very, very strange. And part of what I didn't like it is, but what do you do from, from, from here? Like, it's you, you can't do like the usual stuff, right? So I want to watch the third one because I wanted to see how it resolved those, those, those things in the, in the second one. And part of the reason why I didn't like it is because he just took it in a different direction again. And I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> I don't like it. And lastly, the bigger reason why I didn't like it is because I, I in my, my interpretation of the story of Star Wars is that the, the, the main guy in, the, in both the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy is... Anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll say like this, and I guess who has watched them will understand, but the, the main protagonist of, of, of the original trilogy is supposed to be you know one character that does the one thing that is supposed to fulfill a... I don't... Prophecy? Yeah, you said it. Okay, I didn't. So the, there's a prophecy, and that prophecy gets fulfilled... And the, 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 the original trilogy is about that in a way. And the prequel trilogy is definitely about that. And then this new trilogy kind of like, now you think about the whole thing and it's like, what happened again? It, it was weird. Like there was a lot of that in my mind. And, it, it, and there's a lot more, but I was like, more than anything, I was confused. And I, you do understand that people, you know, enjoy the, the spectacle. And, and ultimately that's what these movies are, are about. But in my mind, like the, I was thinking about the lore and like the, the whole thing. And I was like, I don't, I don't like this. I definitely agree with the, the feeling of uh, a disconnectedness, a disjointedness in the last three, um, where switching directors, right? Yeah. Well, they used one director, went to another director and then went back to the first director. But by all accounts, there was no coherent. This is the plan from start to finish. Like there was with the prequel trilogy. Um, and I mean, people say that Lucas had things planned out for the original trilogy, but I don't necessarily know how much of it he had planned out. Cause I mean, anybody who watched the first two movies, like a new hope and Empire strikes back, it starts with uh, oh, spoiler for a 40 year old movie here. Uh, <laughs> it starts, it starts with, you know, Darth Vader killed and murdered, murdered and killed your father. And then, Oh no, I'm your father. So Empire Strikes Back very much did exactly sort of what Last Jedi did, where it took some of the things that were set up in the first film and tossed it on its head. And when Empire Strikes Back came out in 81, I believe it was, um, 
the it received the same reaction last Jedi did. All of the people who thought that uh, A New Hope was the be all end all were uh, they were angry. They hated it. The director, I think, it was Erwin Kirshner, had ruined it. Uh, what were they doing to the Star Wars they loved? This isn't how it's supposed to be. Why are the bad guys winning? I don't like it. Like it was treated the same way as Last Jedi, uh, and I I very much enjoyed Force Awakens and Last Jedi, despite their their they very much feel similar to the original trilogy for me. Um, I enjoyed the the Rise of Skywalker for the spectacle, which is exactly what you mentioned. Uh, I the thing I didn't like was how they seemed to need to have a they they seemed to need to go and try to placate all of the uh mewling internet quims and uh the what that you're gonna have to google that word because i can't tell you what the translation is why mewling mewling quim uh it's a shakespearean it's a shakespearean term that i can't say or you have to put an explicit tag on Uh, okay i don't think we've ever ever cared about that Uh, look it up i mean Um, i swear all the time look it up and then rewatch the first avengers because loki calls scarlet uh, black uh, black widow Anyway, uh, if he could say Quim on a on a, a PG thirteen movie, surely ooh, maybe. Ooh, cannot. It is a it is a hard C. Oh, <laughs> um, oh, wow. okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. Probably should drop that one in the show. No, that's what I'm talking about. Anyway, I felt like they did a lot to try and make those people feel better uh, about themselves, and I hate them. They have made me internet online internet fans of just about anything have made me stop wanting to just discuss anything on the internet because I can't stand them. I hate them. They have destroyed my enjoyment of sharing things with friends, unless it's in a personal conversation like it is now. So <laughs> CG not liking Rise of Skywalker, that's cool. I don't care. He didn't like it. He, he told me his opinions. I really enjoyed what he had to say. That was awesome. Um, hmm. But if, if we were to have this discussion online, there would be a dozen guys in there crying and complaining and whining because they've wrapped their entire uh, sanity and their entire pers- sense of self-worth around uh, an IP that is ridiculous. Anyway, sorry. That's why I don't want to talk about it on Twitter, but I'm happy to talk about it here with you. I have one more thought about this. You see, one of the reasons I I was really excited when this new trilogy started is the treatment of the movie, the look and feel. I thought it was very, very good. Like it was, is like very reminiscent of the original one, but in a, in a modern interpretation, which is something that the that the prequel trilogy didn't because it's so plasticky, right? It's like mm-hmm. in in many yeah. senses, not just visually, but the acting and the dialogue and all that's very, very plastic. are you an angel? <laughs> <laughs> um, but the new one felt felt so promising, and that's part of part of the reason why I like. In general, the, the Force Awakens, and then I like the Force Awakens too, for what it's worth. And then when they took it in in this direction, like halfway through the trilogy, the new trilogy, I was like, oh, now I understand what is it that I didn't like is because if it if there's gonna be three movies in this new trilogy and they're gonna be part of of this collection of movies, now it feels like a waste, right? That's that's what mm. I what I was feeling like. Okay, so you you made this this new three. Uh, new three movies and you couldn't do something that marvel does not with three movies but with many more movies with yeah. much more complexity and they pull it off and then you have all this time to to like plan it and you can get like one vision together and that's what i was like that's my my, my feeling in the end is that it's such a waste because it's so good right they they, they, they managed to you know to buy the franchise from lucas or whatever 
and you can make three movies that everybody's going to want to watch. They nail the look and feel of it. But then it's like you do this and it's just it feels like such a waste. Like there's no second chance, you know. Now there's this new trilogy. You killed off the the old characters, right? But in but right. you but you had the original actors in there and I don't know. Like it felt like no okay, so that that that's it. You only have like the one chance and this is it. And I wasn't happy. It feels like such a waste. And you know what? Now that I watched the, the three of them, mm-hmm. as much as I didn't like the Last Jedi, now I think is the best of the three. Hundred percent. And it's the yep. most the most interesting. Is the one that is the most worth to watch again, because now the other two are kind of like meaningless. That's interesting. Yeah. Last Jedi is the only one that um, tries to make the trilogy feel like its own thing, right. whereas the other two felt very much like homages to. Uh, a New Hope and Return of the Jedi and um, fanboy fan. They were fan. They were glorified fanfics, essentially the first and the third, but last Jedi try. And you're right. It makes me appreciate it way more. Yeah. I, my favorite Star Wars from like the last decade has been, it's going to be, going to be controversial, but it's um, solo. I like solo. The Dude, most. I really enjoyed solo. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of things that I like until I go online and then I'm told that I'm not supposed to like them. Like the prequel trilogy, I enjoyed those uh, when they came out. I I saw the first one three times in the theaters. I I enjoyed the prequel trilogy, and it wasn't until I came online that I was told, "Hey, you're not supposed to like this thing." I don't know. Plinkett's review on on it is pretty pretty solid. Is a solid reason not to like it. I'm neutral or indifferent to the prequel trilogy, though. Yeah, like they're um, they're not objectively great, but that doesn't mean they're not fun. Yeah, they're exactly they're fine. I'm watching a movie about space wizards and laser swords to have a good time. Yeah, not. not to get in depth into the the philosophical reasoning behind things because my life is so sad that it's all I could do to wrap <laughs> myself in this in this item. Um, but that's cool. Uh, you know, hopefully nobody's listening to this in a room surrounded by Star Wars toys. Yeah, uh, I'm sure we're safe. <laughs> yeah, um, and it, it sucks because I grew up with Star Wars. Man, I loved it. I was such a big fan, and people ruined it for me. Not the not the franchises. The it was the people. I just don't like threatening people and actors and shit. I don't, I don't uh, and that and that uh duh, it makes me that makes me angry too because they they did they did her dirty in this movie because I heard of that, all yeah. of those people. Yeah. So congratulations, congratulations, scumbags of the internet. You won this round. Uh just like you win every round because you're scumbag. It's okay not to like the movies. It's okay to voice your opinion. I just don't like it. Sure. Okay and to, it's, uh, it's okay not to like a character. It's okay not to absolutely. like an actor. Absolutely. It's not okay to harass. harass somebody to the point that they have to leave social media and don't feel safe going out in public because you're a piece of garbage yeah it's not okay threatening people (laughs) getting me heated up supposed to be a happy reunion show hey do you guys want to hear about all the games i beat this year last year no you didn't even hit 50 rob (laughs) there might be some surprises on here all right lay it on me what do you got all right and i also have a new category called games i've abandoned so um, that means those are games that I tried for more than an hour and just couldn't keep playing uh, for for various reasons. So I guess I could do those ones first. Oh, I can take Star Tropics off that list because I did go back to it. I did not finish. I abandoned Lunar for the PSP, Yee's Origins, Team Sonic Racing, Castlevania Bloodlines. I don't know what this one is. I think it's a typo, so we'll skip that. And Super Mario Maker 2. I got bored trying to play them. 
I might go back to Castlevania. All right, so here's the games that I beat in 2019. All right, if you have any questions or, or comments on said games, let me know. Uh, so Smash Ultimate, I finished just that weird story sprite mode. Florence, the original Sonic the Hedgehog, Bermuda Triangle, Ikari Warriors, and then 1, 2, and 3, Katamari Damacy Reroll, Rystar, Sonic 2, uh, Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance, Monster Prom, Super Mario Bros. U, the new one for the the port of the Switch. I did not like that game. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, Super Mario Land, Super Mario Land 2. Uh, they, you know, one of those, at least one of those made the BB100, as it should have. Uh, Resident Evil for the PS4, the the, the HD, I guess. Call such, it remake. such a good remake. It's like I really the like that remake game. of the remake of yeah that that i still I have every <laughs> every intention of playing resident evil 2 at some point this year oh you uh, haven't played the remake yet no no i have it i just haven't gotten to it yet dude it's a good time uh i'm excited res uh papers please wario land super mario land 3 love that game super dragon ball heroes iconoclast kid dracula uh again i think I, uh this is the um nes one actually so mm-hmm. yeah also great Final I just like Iconoclasts. Sorry, I got to interrupt you. No, Some it's cool. Really, interrupt really good talking points. Um, I have Iconoclasts on the Switch, and uh, um, I'm thinking about getting into it. It's fun. Uh, so that's been a while, and I play a lot of shit and forget a lot of shit. Uh, it has kind of an interesting background story going on throughout the game. A lot of like world building and stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you pay attention, there's a lot of interesting things to see there. There's some cool characters. Uh, there's enough, yeah, enough of a story to to keep your your interest, but you know, it doesn't take too much from your exploration. And if I'm not mistaken, it's kind of a Metroidvania game. Again, it's been a little bit of a while. Yeah, it's been it's kind of a yeah Metroidvania. So if you play Metroid, Castlevania, or, or rather that combination, then you have an idea of what you're in for. Uh, and it's not too long. I think it's like seven, eight hours ish. Cool. Uh, All right, maybe we'll yeah really definitely cute. Hours. That's cute that's my style. style. Yeah. yeah, that was the art style that drew me to it. And I heard it's a bit of a Metroidvania, which I like. Yeah. Um, so it seemed, and at eight hours, that seems right up my alley. So Yeah, I, I'm with you there. I, I will mention a, f- a few things from this year, too. Uh, all right, so let's see. Dakota Class, Kid Dracula, Final Fantasy Adventure, Secret of Mana, Cadence of Hyrule. I recommend that strongly. Uh, Star Tropics, Goro Goa, Fire Emblem Three Houses, amazing game. Firewatch. Mm-hmm. Super hot PSVR, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Astral Chain, amazing game. Ooh, really? Okay, that's on my I list of things to pick up. Love that game. I'm weeb trash, so that does help. But the gameplay is solid. I'm a bit of a platinum fanboy. Like in 40 yeah, years, when they awesome. release a game that's hot, hot button topic on the internet, I'll be the scumbag chasing the voice actors <laughs> off. Uh. <laughs> I I really hope um, that they port Wonderful 101 to Switch. I keep oh man, to happen. so much do I want. Yeah, I, I beat it. it on the Wii U and loved it, and Same I would here. buy it again in a heartbeat. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, after Astral Train was Ghostbusters, Link's Awakening, Knights of the Round, Dragon's Lair, Dragon's Lair 2, Space Ace, Hollow Knight, finally beat that game. That's a good game, but holy shit, long for a Metroidvania. Uh, Pokemon Sword, Chroma Squad, Gris, Night Slashers, Wizard Fire, and AI Somnium Files. Mark speaks and, very, very highly of Hollow Knight. It's his favorite it's game. It made his top five games of the decade. Oh, wow. Nice. It, it's an awesome game, man. And for Sage, I did a little bit of stats. 
just just the total of which platform I, I played on the most. So I I anything I have as arcade was actually probably played on my Switch, but I, I separate because it's not like a like a port or anything. If it's just basically that game, if it's basically just the original game on the Switch, I count it as its own thing. Like if it was a for example, Secret of Mana, I count it as a SNES game despite playing it on my Switch. So that's just a heads up. So my Nintendo Switch was the most was 17 games last year. Uh, then arcade with 10, PS4 with four, which is really surprising because I usually actually because PS4 in 2018 I had played 17 games on my PS4, so looks like uh, it dropped down this year. Game Boy four, uh, Sega Genesis three, mobile two, NES one, SNES one, PC one, Vita one, and that was it. That was it for that year. And then this year, I'm down. I've beat uh, seven games so far. I've been, what? Yeah, well, Dude, I've like... been playing short to medium games. So I beat Power Rangers, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. That was about a two-hour story mode. Minute, which was actually a really fun little game. I do recommend it. That's a like an hour long. Uh, Cinemora, that game was kind of hard, actually. Um, but uh, I, di- I didn't realize it was Grasshopper who worked in that game. And like Suda. Uh, then I played Gunvolt Chronicles Luminous Avenger 9, which is pretty fun. I, I like those Gunvolt games. Mm, and I went back and finished Blaster Master Zero. So I was about halfway through Blaster Master Zero when I had stopped playing it. I thought it was actually close to the end, but I, I wasn't. There was another like four hours left in that. But I did go through. And then I played Blaster Master Zero 2, which takes everything that's fun about the first one and, and kind of just makes more. Uh, it, it makes it better, rather. And uh, so I really liked Blaster Master Zero 2. And then just, I think just on Friday, I beat Untitled Goose Game. Oh, how was that? I, I love it. That game is awesome. It's really cute. It's not too long, like four hours-ish, three or four hours. And uh, you're just an asshole goose. But there is there is an endpoint. And uh, so each, each wor- I can't say world, each stage, each area, area is better. Each area gives you kind of a checklist of things to do, of asshole goose things to do. Uh, and then as you're and then once you finish those, it unlocks the, the next area. And as you're traveling through, you're going to a certain place to get a thing. And then you have to bring that thing all the way back through to your the starting point. Cool. And uh, yeah, it's kind of like a stealth puzzle game. Yeah, I, I've heard yeah. it described as Metal Gear Solid, but for geese. <laughs> there was a part where you hide in a box. So it's not oh, nice. Geese. Yeah, I, I uh, knew I wanted to play it. And now I guess it was a good time for me to, to pop it in because uh yeah, I, I really like that game. It's really funny, and and uh, there's something about being a, an asshole goose that's that's enjoyable. And yeah, I recommend that game quite a bit. And that's my oh, <clears throat> so my fault my my follow up question to this to to all of us is, are you guys looking forward to anything in 2020? Yes, I am. But before we continue, in the beginning of the of the year last year, I yeah. set a, a goal for myself to to play. Whatever amount of games you play plus one, right? <laughs> I forgot about that. I failed, but you didn't get forty-four games. But I no, no, no. But I didn't give me a handicap. I did make a spreadsheet. Okay. Oh, I love spreadsheets because I wanted, I, I wanted to, right? So up to like March, I, I was at a really good pace. What did you beat? So I, I counted only like um, playthroughs of stuff that I was playing. So I, I, I do have thirteen games here listed and then after march like okay. i stopped maintaining this spreadsheet and i, and, I <laughs> I'm, and i'm pretty sure i didn't play anything else well maybe uh, super hot is not here but i did play super hot 
But I'll, I'll, I'll read this because it's, it's interesting. So, what I, so it, this is in order of finished. So mm -hmm. I beat or played through. In, maybe mm -hmm. it wasn't like the first time I did, but I did spend the time. First one is uh, Pro Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright. Oh, cool. Good. And then Goro Goa. Mm -hmm. Then I played Samurai's, the Samurai's Trilogy. Samurai's 1, 2, and 3 because I wanted to play the third one. So I, I played the first two. Mm -hmm. And then I play the Breath of the Wild DLC, the Champion's Ballad. Mm -hmm. Then I played Mon Monster Prom. <laughs> I, <laughs> I did count it. You then should, I, played, I did too. Then I played a lot of pocket card jockey. I played 60 hours of that. Wow. In, in 19 days, it says here. <laughs> because it, it, this is not a game that has like a story, just like it's a, like a card game, like blackjack or whatever. Uh, not blackjack, like solitaire. Yeah, okay. it is actually solitaire. Anyway, uh, I did put Cortex Command here because it also doesn't have like an ending, but I did spend two solid hours on it. Um, <laughs> Tetris 99. Oh, I love that game. I played like 25, 25 hours, says here, so I did count it. Papers, please. Mario Tennis Open. Oh, really? Ugh. I spent 12, 12 hours on it, and pretty much, Damn. I, I, I'm pretty sure I got to a point where I saw credits. So You're stronger than I am, man. I could, I did not enjoy that game. Yeah, and the game that I enjoyed the most is the last in this list, which is Daigyakt and Saiban, which is the Great Ace Attorney, mm. the one that I, that uh, wasn't released here in North America. Um, this is now one of my favorite games ever. Awesome. And yeah, that's the information I have. I like that. Yes. Did you play anything last year, uh, P1? Did you keep a list? <laughs> no, I didn't keep a list. I keep played a uh, list. <laughs> some of the games you mentioned I played. I played Super Hot. I played yeah. Firewatch, uh, Fire Emblem yeah. Three Houses, Goragoa, mm -hmm. uh, Florence. What else? Uh, Star Tropics, right? Star Tropics, yeah. Gears 5. Secret um, of Mana. I only played that for a little bit, but yeah. But you technically played it, yeah. I did, yeah. Um... Most of the stuff I played last year came from Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, the best deal in gaming, because uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's such a good deal and it's such a good way to get games, new games. I've almost completely stopped buying non Nintendo games. Did you just um, make twenty dollars for that plug? Uh, we made twenty dollars <laughs> for that plug thanks to the fine people over at Xbox Game Pass. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, the best deal in gaming. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I mean, most of the stuff I played was on there, and it came from yeah. there. And it's it's crazy how many things come to that. Uh, so my, my my biggest and best pickup for uh, twenty twenty was definitely Xbox Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, the best dealing game. <laughs> I love Which it. I do want to point out <laughs> is a phrase that Mark and I started using months and months ago, and has since been used in two published news articles from official news sites, Damn. and was used by Mr. Damon Hatfield on Games. So you're saying they stole from you? I'm saying they may or may or not owe us some royalties. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Well, um, so are you guys hyped for anything this year? I am very hyped for two things. How about you guys? I am hyped. Uh, I'm hyped for uh, World of Warcraft uh, expansion called Shadowlands, which is Ooh, rumored to be coming later this year. Okay. I'm also hyped for the Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is coming oh, yeah. March 3rd, I believe. Yes. I got to take some time off for that. Yeah. And um, 
I'm just looking forward to, I've really sort of taken a step back online, mm -hmm. uh, less time on Twitter, less time on Facebook. I actually went through Facebook and cleaned out uh, a ton of people from my Facebook, just completely removed uh, entire you. swaths of people. Um, and uh, I'm probably going to do the same with Twitter. I just want to, I really enjoy um, personal communication one-on-one -on -one with friends. Uh, I prefer DMs to Twitter threads, and I prefer speaking back and forth like we've done today to uh to typing because it makes it easier so i'm lazy you want to get at me in 2020 and have a conversation ask for my phone number send me a text give me a phone call i have international calling available on my phone so or get uh, on the show or come on the show yeah, yeah come, on, come on the show and argue with sean i'd love that reach out reach out to uh, at <laughs> bb rob or at bonus barrel on twitter or uh yeah, yeah. at uh AC. i think he has a private account though so good luck reaching him or or um, at uh game buzz sean oh don't message me oh don't come on message you just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to come on and have a civil discussion back and forth, yeah. and don't mind broad sweeping statements that I often make, um, yeah, let us know. I would love. To yeah, that's that's what I'm looking forward to in 2020: uh, more personal relationships, more one-on-one -on -one conversations, as opposed to giant Twitter threads of half-baked thoughts because nobody can really express themselves fully in 280 characters. Uh, yeah. So, what I'm looking forward to is at one game because obviously FF7, my favorite game of all time. Uh, so of course, looking for the remake. That's that's old. That's old news. What I'm looking forward to is out next week, and that's Dragon Ball Kakarot. I am gonna play a lot of that game. I mean, I'm gonna beat it, but I'm gonna play the shit out of it. Great, it's Dragon Ball. You guys might not know this about me, but I actually have a fondness for Dragon Ball, and uh, it looks like it's gonna be a uh, a fly game. Is that new? That's something that just sort of recently developed. Yeah, it's an action RPG, semi open world Dragon Ball game. No, no, uh, I mean your your affinity for the series. Oh yeah, Dragon I just Ball. I just started like Dragon Ball a couple weeks ago. Right. Yeah, but now you should now definitely I'm... check out some of the older series. Uh, Dragon Ball Z was a good one. You might enjoy that. Yeah, I I, I should check that out. Yeah. I have. It's really funny. I have about sixty Dragon Ball statues, and I do not have the room for them. Wow, they're so nice looking, man. All these cool characters. Ooh, wow, wow, wow. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, and also in February. Yakuza, like the last Yakuza pack is kind of coming out. It has uh, one disc or two discs, I guess. has three, four, and five coming out. So now you'll be able to play the entire Yakuza series on PS4. Cool. Very cool. Those games are fantastic. Fantastic. Seiji, are you hyped for anything this year? I'm going to say the same thing I say every year. Hey, Pikmin 2? Hey, Pikmin 2? I think this is the year we get a new Pikmin. This is it. Yeah? This is it. New decade. <laughs> Renewed uh, hopes. <laughs> Pikmin four. We already got Pikmin. Pikmin five. I think I'm ready. I think we have Pikmin. Hey, Pikmin already came out. Oi, Pikmin. Hey, oi, <laughs> oi, Pikmin. Hey, Pikmin. That's the pal version. I can't get excited <laughs> about games. It's so hard. Uh, but but there is the one thing that I that I keep I keep telling Erica is like Animal Crossing. Yeah, they say Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is, is happening. In yeah, I give you March twenty. Yeah, I'm so hyped. Megan said you, that a lot. How do you think Animal Crossing is going to stand up in sales compared to Final Fantasy VII remake sales? Two different audiences, two different platforms. I'm just wondering which one has a more rabid fan base. I'm going to have to go F seven myself, but and both are really popular in Japan. So it's not one of those situations where I say, "Oh, in Japan, this one is going to sell more." Hmm. I think I think Animal Crossing. Think so? I you think the install base is higher for PS4. This is a case where I think 
reviews are gonna play an important role. Yeah, because yeah, Animal I, Crossing is safe. It's it's Animal Crossing. You know, you're basically getting more Animal Crossing versus F7, which has controversy because of all the changes it's making. Exactly. So that could be against its favor. I'm still gonna go F7 though. I think fanboys are gonna cry about it, and they're, it's gonna come out, and then they're gonna play it, and then everybody's gonna be just loving it. Yeah, I've actually learned that when people when something trends on Twitter because people are upset, that doesn't actually mean anything because those people aren't real. Um, <laughs> It doesn't. They cried about Borderlands 3. It was the best-selling Borderlands of all time. They cried about uh, Pokemon. Pokemon. It was the best-selling Pokemon. Uh, yeah. So that was all I had for the for the episode. It's all my stuff. Yeah, I got nothing else. Uh, I, I had a good 2019. Was super happy to join the cast of Bonus Barrel. Yeah, man. Happy and uh, looking forward to a good positive 2020. Like I said, with more personal uh, interactions, one-on-ones, um, and a heavier focus on. Uh, on uh, nationality and, and just being Canadian and being proud of being Canadian. Uh, yeah, better better get in there and uh, um, play some games. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm and I'm, I'm, not, I'm serious. I'll, I'll I'll fight you. You want to come on the show and fight me? Let's fight. <laughs> I, I I am serious. If anybody wants, if, if enough people, if, if at least three people want to come on one time, we record at around uh, ten thirty Atlantic on every second sunday uh let me know we'll, we'll make it happen because i yeah. i want to hear people argue with with you want to be funny to me yeah and and i mean at the end of the 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 verbal like we're in the same room arguments air quotes internet room yeah um there's like there's no there's no hard feelings there's no like oh i, I don't ever get upset it's only when, when the arguments are on twitter and i can't understand tone or inflection that i get upset <laughs> well i'm happy to get upset too though okay if you can, if you can come on and get sean upset that's Try and great. get me heated up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some some fun topics that uh, you might enjoy uh, poking me uh, with is uh, Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, N- Nintendo is another one. DLC. Um, How do you feel about DLC? Is that get you going? Eh, I'm indifferent. I don't mind Pre-orders? it. Uh, I don't mind those either. Okay. Um, yeah, Star Wars, Nintendo, uh, really any nostalgia based IP where there's a, a fan base that just sucks. Um, which so I guess things. is almost all. <laughs> so if you're big, if you if you have a problem with uh, Game Pass, the best deal in gaming. I mean, uh, yeah. That, if you have that... a, if you have a problem with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, the best deal in gaming, you can come <laughs> on and argue, but there's just something clearly wrong with you because yeah, it, it, the best, <laughs> deal. best deal in gaming. <laughs> all right, I gotta. Uh, so, the, so yeah, let's wrap this episode up. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, uh, and we're glad to be back. Whoever is here, glad to be back. Uh, you have any suggestions, any, any games we should play, anything you're excited about for 2020, just let us know. And I'll probably, one of us will probably read it on the show. Uh, and uh, Sean, why don't you do your plugs for, for us and uh, for Game Buzz? Yeah, so make sure you check out Bonus Barrel and uh, Game Buzz Podcast. Uh, it's a new show every every week, 30 minutes, me and my brother. Bonus Barrel is every second week. If you're listening to this on iTunes, please uh, give us a five-star review and tell two friends. It really helps the show get noticed. And thank you so much for coming out and listening, and we hope to hear from you soon. Bam. So thanks for listening. This is Rob. This is Sean. And Seiji. Bye.
fun story yeah this is from longtime listener of bonus barrel producer jay he's also okay. the producer of uh hit gaming news show yeah. game buzz game buzz 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 so he <laughs> uh he wrote he wrote this letter into the show yeah okay so i was catching up on my podcast and i had the bonus barrel listener one part one off you my that's me p1 was talking about the time it takes to draw pokemon and the artists are saying it takes a long time you and shelby I, mean, I said aloud, someone should tell them that can, about the paint can button. It fills the whole area at once. <laughs> a good After idea. he said that, Shelby started ranting about something and painting a verbal picture with the F brush. And Jacob, <laughs> that's that, Jacob is his, I think he's 13-year-old son, yeah. uh, says, wow, she's got a potty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I wish she's around with that one. 